0: It's Ronnie Davis and you were listening to Why We Eat, the place to begin understanding why you eat so that what and how you eat has a chance to start shifting in lasting ways. Hi, welcome. I am joined today with, by my wonderful client and ECET coach in training, Holly. And she's joining me today because we're going to have a conversation about disproportionate reactions. And my idea for this topic was sort of triggered by the Will Smith Chris Rock debacle that happened. Um, earlier this week, because I remember watching the video for that and thinking to myself, holy disproportionate reaction, Will, (laughs) and Holly is going through my coaching process right now, my coaching course to become a coach herself. And just only recently, we were talking about disproportionate reactions in uh, one of her, one one of the group calls. So I thought it would be a great conversation to have a great topic to cover, but also a great conversation to have to bring one of my coaches on since we were just talking about this. And yeah, so that's where we're at. That's what we're talking about. Welcome, Holly. I'm super happy that you joined me today.
1: Thank you for having me again.
0: Yeah. So we were just talking about disproportionate reactions um, mm-hmm. weeks ago, right? And yeah, so just to to sort of explain what they are disproportionate reactions is basically when you, when something happens to you or around you or in life or whatever, and, or you think something or just whatever, and the reaction that you have to the situation is disproportionate to the actual situation. For example, in the Will Smith scenario, when, you know, Chris Rock makes a joke, albeit a bad taste joke it wasn't the most sensitive joke to have made it wasn't you know necessarily nice it was probably rather hurtful given you know Jada Jada Pinkett Smith's um, health condition it was probably a rather hurtful joke but nonetheless it was meant to be a joke and an appropriate reaction to somebody making a joke would be something to, a lot more along the lines of you know if you didn't like the joke just, Ignoring it or scowling or you know just whatever, but the disproportionate reaction is to walk up on stage on live TV and assault somebody. <laughs> a little bit of a disproportionate reaction, would you say, Holly? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and so I wanted to talk about this because we can all relate to this. Mm-hmm. We can all relate to this idea of having something happen or even just thinking a thought or something and then reacting, not responding, but reacting in a way that is completely disproportionate to the actual thing that happened, right? So Holly, do you have, can you think of any examples uh, in your world where this may have happened? Do you remember the example maybe that you had given when we were talking about it on the call a few weeks ago?
1: yeah, I do. I think we've we've probably discussed it a couple of times it's come up because mm-hmm. looking back on these things, you look back at them with humour. You have yeah. to. Um, so it was one of the days where I was really frustrated about um, my choices in the, the food that I was eating that day. I was being really critical. And um, my poor daughter did something completely nondescript, like she was humming too loudly or mm. put her shoes on. And I shouted, which was completely uh, disproportionate in itself. Mm -hmm. But then what I continued to do was um, beat myself up about it. So yeah, I'd shouted at my daughter. So I then, I was the bad mum. I was a bad person. I was a bad human. I was, you know, I was just bad, bad, bad. And I headed straight to the fridge and I ate tons of chocolate. Mm. I then picked my daughter up. We went to the shop. I got some more chocolate. So I then felt like a bad mum again, because I picked my child up at, you know, maybe five o'clock in the evening. We'd gone to the shop to get more food to, for me. Um, I then gave her some chocolate. I felt bad about giving her some chocolate. I ate more chocolate. So by the end of it, I'd eaten, you know, a ton of chocolate. I felt sick to my stomach, all because, um you know, one, I was anxious and worried, but two, my daughter, bless her, had just not put our shoes on.
0: <laughs> and I love that example that you used because it's a perfect example of one of the reasons why we eat. Yeah. Right. Disproportionate reactions to something that just that, that happened yeah. or something that we're saying to ourselves. Right. It started mm-hmm. because you were maybe judging yourself for something that you ate. So that Absolutely. in itself, just judging ourselves for eating a thing is a disproportionate reaction. We don't, need to judge ourselves for eating anything. Yeah. And then it gets compounded because you're judging yourself, it gets compounded into um eating more of the thing and judging yourself even more and then because you're stressed and you're judgy and and feeling all of this, you know, anxious emotion kind of crap, you end up, you know, yelling at your kid and then compounds with the thoughts. Yeah, it's such a great example of disproportionate reactions contributing to why we eat and eating in ways that don't serve us yeah yeah
1: that's it totally
0: irrational and it was that
1: scenario especially I thought was funny because well not funny but looking (laughs) back on it now um even even a small thing like um my daughter not putting her shoes on Mm. And then shouting—that is—that yeah. in itself is completely disp- disp- disproportionate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think there is what you've got to consider is what's happened before, why you've why you've reacted like that. Yes, I see. I see a lot of people exactly. now react disproportionately when they're trying to do something on their phone and someone distracts them, and they'll be like, "Wait a minute!" And mm-hmm. the person was asking them did they want a cup of tea or something, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, that's such a great I point, too. Why are we having the disproportionate reaction?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, Will because you know
0: me, it's always about figuring out the why behind our behaviors, yeah. right? So, yes, yeah. what caused it? Why are we having that disproportionate reaction? Um, yeah. So important to figure out. 100%. There's, it's usually because there's something underneath what just happened that mm-hmm. triggered something deeper in us. Yeah, right. And so um, I I I always talk about to give you another client example. uh, Again, around food, this one particular client I remember she came home from work and noticed that the dishes weren't done, and she knew that her kids had been home all day while Mm -hmm. she was at work, and they could have done the dishes, but they didn't do the dishes, and immediately she was angry. Because the dishes weren't done, and she went straight to the kitchen and ate half half a box of cookies. <laughs> disproportionate reaction to to dishes not being done, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we were talking about that on the call too, and and where that may come from. Um, can you relate to that kind of thing too, where something somebody does something or doesn't yeah. do something, and you end up having a disproportionate reaction in that way?
1: Absolutely. I think most people could choose a work-based scenario where yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody's not done something that you expected them to do, mm-hmm. or um, I. it's along the same lines. I can think of an example, I was at work and I was asked to write a letter to go on a course. Um, I wrote the letter, happy to do so. And um, it came back to me with red pen. Now, That was it. Immediately I picked the letter up, I threw it on the desk and I walked out of the room. Now that was, you know, really disproportionate in the fact that I didn't even look to see what the um, amendments were. I didn't really wait for the response. It was just the fact that straight away, it told me that I was inadequate. If I couldn't write a letter, I wasn't good enough to go on this course and so on and so forth. The negative spiel, the story that we tell ourselves, just because somebody gave me a a minor correction on a letter, probably trying to help me.
0: Right. But it triggered that deeper, that deeper belief in you. Right. And that's the whole point of these disproportionate reactions. When we have them, they're disproportionate reactions because they're triggering something deeper in us. And because it triggers Mm -hmm. that deeper belief in us, in your case, you know, I'm maybe not good enough because they, they, criticize something that I did. Right. There's red pen on it. So I must have not done something right. And so it, it triggers that, that deeper kind of fear of not being good enough or fear of doing something wrong or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. And that's so, so, so common. So common. And the, 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 sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, and even the example of um a colleague not doing something that you expected them to do, yeah, you, you don't always wait for the reason. There might be a perfectly valid reason as to why that that task hasn't been complete, but immediately you go to they've done it because they don't like me, because yeah. they're deliberately going out of their way to ruin my day. And nine times out of ten, it isn't that. It's yeah. something deeper, a, a personal, um, a personal issue that you have yeah with yourself
0: 100% and that's that's a great example because that's that was the case with the client i was talking about when she came home and she didn't she found the dishes weren't done you know we dug into that particular scenario because as you know i'm always about like you know what was the struggle that you had with the food this week and then what you know and we dig into like what precipitated it right mm-hmm. and so with that particular client that day She said she didn't until we started digging into it, she had no idea. But once we started digging into it, we started recognizing, oh, the story she was telling herself about the fact that the dishes weren't done was that nobody cares. Yeah, they knew that she was going to come home tired and they sat around all day not doing anything. And if they really cared about her, if they really loved her, if she really mattered to them, they would have done the dishes to help her out so that it would have been easier for her when she came home from work. Yeah. And so the disproportionate reaction there is coming because it triggered that fear in her, right? Of not being loved or accepted or or valued. So it triggered yeah. that deeper fear that most of us have on some level. Absolutely. Most of us have that on some level. So it triggered that deeper fear, which drove her to, to eat. It triggered that fear in that story, which drove her to the to the cookies. When the reality was that it, it had absolutely nothing to do with that. Of course, her family loves her and values her. They're just kids and they're selfish because they're kids. <laughs> That's when kids, kids don't see dishes because they don't care about dishes. It had nothing to do with how much they love her or. Yeah. And so it's a completely disproportionate reaction because it, it, it triggered that inner fear and it, she ends up eating a half a bag of cookies or something because of it. Cause it triggered that yeah. deep fear. Uh, like yeah. you with the, like you with the chocolate, when you, you know, yelled at your daughter, you yell yeah, at your and daughter, it triggers that, well, I'm a bad mom. Yeah. And I think
1: even, I think when I was telling you that story, we digged in, we we dug into it even further in that all I'd said to you was I was super stressed with my daughter and I ended up um, eating loads of chocolate, but realistically I was stressed with my daughter because I was already stressed and already anxious because I was trying to follow, you know, a food plan that I didn't want to follow, and I'd yeah. fallen off the, I'd fallen off plan, yeah. and um, I was already stressed and already annoyed about all these food worries, and then you just add one tiny little thing into the equation, and that's just the tipping point. Yeah, and possibly like with Will Smith, you know, this was just a tipping point for him. Who knows? Um, yeah but for sure there are disproportionate reactions of different scale granted but
0: absolutely yeah different i mean that that's a little bit of a different scale for sure <laughs> um yeah. but 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 i yeah i thought it was important to talk, to talk about because disproportionate reactions a lot of the time cause us to do really stupid things <laughs> like like will smith and You know, slapping the guy, assaulting the guy on live TV in the middle of this award show, he had zero control over (laughs) his actions. You could tell based on the rage Rage. in the, in the, in the, you know, when they cut to him after the slap, you could see the rage and he had zero control over this reaction that he had. Uh, And so these, you know, these reactions, can cause us to do stupid shit like that in yeah. you know i um, practically ruin your career by assaulting somebody or make really terrible choices with food you know for our bodies and and mm-hmm. all kinds of stupid terrible things right
1: yeah because in the moment when you have that disproportionate reaction even go to any food example that we've just shared there you do feel out of control you, you do feel yep. you do feel like you can't stop because the thoughts that are going through your mind are racing so fast. You don't pause. You don't give yourself that space. You just eat and eat and eat, um, and you're justifying it in your head every
0: moment that you're doing it. Hundred percent. And and it's just it's just an emotional. It's it's like that emotional trigger. You've been triggered by something, and then it's just like that runaway horse.
1: You yeah. know that we were yeah. talking
0: about of the conditioning where it just takes yeah. over. It completely takes over. You A don't have story, control yeah. anymore. And yeah. you end up making choices that you wouldn't otherwise have made if not for that trigger, right? No. Yeah, so, I, you're, sorry.
1: I, I was just gonna say, we were speaking actually before, um, and it, it, it's kind of similar. Uh, I was sat making a cup of tea and um, I was really stressed and really anxious about Monday. And I saw the a bag of marshmallows in the cupboard where the, the tea bags were. And I thought, I'm super stressed, I'm super anxious, I'm gonna have a marshmallow. And I had the marshmallow. The only difference, which is still a little bit disproportionate, I'm worried about something that's happened on Monday, so I'm gonna have a marshmallow, <laughs> um, go figure. Um, but it, it is you know, a habit that I sometimes fall back into.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I had this marshmallow and I thought, oh, Well, I didn't feel any better after having that marshmallow. And that's the thing with these disproportionate reactions. You don't feel any better after you have, after you behave in that way, you know? You
0: usually actually feel worse because then you're full of regret over the fact because you know that you responded in this way that was disproportionate to the thing that actually happened. And you regret your choices because you weren't making conscious choices. You weren't being present with what was actually happening. um, And you weren't responding in a way that would make the situation better you were reacting in a way that typically makes the situation worse right absolutely and and
1: I had that marshmallow and then I popped the bag back in the cupboard and thought well that didn't help but (laughs) once upon a time my disproportionate reaction would have been I'm going to throw away absolutely all the sugar in the house Mm. all of the carbs all of the bad foods I'm going to throw them all away again disproportionate reaction
0: yeah to eating a marshmallow I feel like it's Yeah, it's like
1: a chain of events, isn't it?
0: hundred percent. It is absolutely a chain of events. Yeah. That leaves us full of regret and bad choices. (laughs) So you said you talked about the way that having that marshmallow would have turned out before versus how Mm. it turned out today. Mm -hmm. So that brings me to, uh, you know, it it sort of segues, segues nicely into, can you share some of the things that you've learned through this process about what can help with these disproportionate reactions that we have, um, or what helped you in that moment to not not fall back into the way that you would have handled that marshmallow before and to end up having a different, more productive outcome this time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is just a case of taking a breath,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, pausing, creating that space um, and questioning your thought, what am I thinking right now? why do i want this so for yeah. me it, before it was i knew i was aware that i was stressed i was anxious and at one point the food of, of the, the bad food
0: mm.
1: the comfort food would have been my first port of call mm-hmm. to to comfort me to make me feel better
0: yeah
1: so i did that this time i took the marshmallow i ate it but the difference was somewhere yeah in there of eating that i paused and i i was asking myself how's this making me feel do Mm. i even like the taste of it you know really quick time you're asking these questions Mm -hmm. and then i had it and i just i said oh well that didn't make me feel any better because (laughs) i created that pause whereas before i would have just been marshmallow 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 (laughs) marshmallow packet gone oh now i feel really bad really guilty feel sick. I don't like myself. So not not only am I anxious, am I stressed? I'm telling myself I'm a bad person. I'm a horrible Mm. person. Work on Monday is going to be horrendous. The world is imploding, you know? And then you go and think, well, I may as well carry on now. I may as well eat everything else I can get my hands on because I'm just, I feel worthless. And it sounds extreme, but that is how you feel. Yep. Um. hundred percent. And yeah, but this time I had one. I didn't want it. Yeah. There's no need to feel guilty. There's no need to feel bad about it because I had a marshmallow. The world's there's there's no rules around this marshmallow.
0: I tried not anymore.
1: It. There's not. <laughs> no, not anymore. Believe me, there was a lot of rules around marshmallows um, and all food actually. Yeah. Um. Don't get me started on bananas. Yeah, they've got rules as well. <laughs> um. But yeah. But this time it was just a marshmallow. Yeah. And I'm not on a plan where I can't have anything. Yeah it didn't give me what I wanted which was comfort mm-hmm. but that pause that created that space for me yeah. to make that decision of put the marshmallows back for another day when you do want them yeah stopped me from going into that binge mm-hmm. and instead I took my tea I sat down I took some deep breaths and this time I just distracted myself I picked mm. a book I read my book distraction done it was a you know my anxiety wasn't on a huge scale Mm -hmm. um it was a small decision so I was able to distract myself distract myself from Mm -hmm. that thought
0: nice yeah it's it really is about just starting with that pause right because Mm -hmm. again anytime there's a disproportionate reaction as like like I said there's a reason for it there's something causing it so it's about creating just just a pause for a second between that trigger that triggers the reaction and the response to the reaction so we just need to create a space between the two where we can just breathe yeah bring our attention back into the moment back into our bodies get a little bit curious about okay what just triggered me what what just created this this need to react in me right? Mm-hmm. And then what could I do differently about it instead of react? How could I respond mm-hmm. in a way that's kinder, that's, that's more compassionate, that's more intentional, right? Yeah. Instead of just reacting from this place of stress or rage or, or pain or whatever else, we can pause and we can connect with what's actually going on, what was actually triggered, and then just kind of go, okay, so what do I actually need? what is this mm-hmm. trigger telling me that I actually need? And in your case this morning, it was obviously the comfort. And so you can find, then you can find other ways to manage that need instead of just yeah. lashing out and responding or eating all the things or, or just whatever. So yeah, understanding, um, understanding the, the, the fact that we have disproportionate reactions in the first place Right, because yeah. I I didn't know what that I didn't know what any of that was. I just I like for me I just thought I'm angry all the time and I binge all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Um. So understanding that okay, this this way that I'm about to react is disproportionate to the situation. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. eating a bag of marshmallows because I'm stressed. A little bit disproportionate to the to the situation. Now you know again it's perfectly normal to emotionally eat sometimes happens to all of us but the extent at which with with which we do it is where we can get into trouble right so one marshmallow maybe to calm nerves isn't that isn't that big a deal but if it ends up being like an entire bag of marshmallows and then hating yourself and binging on chocolate the whole rest of the day disproportionate reaction
1: (laughs) yeah and do you know it sounds silly but when I'm unsure um on the food whether um maybe I think it's going to make me feel better when I feel like I want to emotionally eat Mm -hmm. sometimes I have a bite I have some and I Mm -hmm. say do you feel any better is this making me feel better like that marshmallow today do I feel better and the answer was no had the answer been well actually yeah I did I just want a little bit of comfort and I'm getting it from this then that's fine because after I finish I'm not going to be telling myself that I'm a bad person and the guilt and the shame, because I've already said, I feel better. I've accepted the fact that this is making me feel better. And if If the answer is no, I don't feel better, then yeah, no, you're not making a a good choice for you.
0: Yeah, and if you're making a choice from the perspective of considering, is this choice making me feel better? And then deciding whether or not you're going to carry on based on the answer to that then yeah. yeah absolutely you're 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 going to have the marshmallow or the chocolate or whatever it is and you're you're going to feel better and then you're going to stop eating the thing yeah. you're not going to keep eating the thing to the point that you feel sick which would then be the disproportionate reaction right absolutely so yeah. that's exactly the point too like really connecting with is this something that i need to help me feel better yeah and if it is then great I want to feel better. So I'll have a little bit of the thing until it comforts me and I feel better and then I'll just go away from the incident feeling better, which is wonderful. But if we're not connected to that, is it making me actually feel better Then we just keep eating all of the thing? And, you know, we end up feeling sick and and then, you know, everything that comes with that. Yeah. It's just that
1: pause, right? It's that pause in between each bite. Um, Is this making me feel emotionally or physically good or, or better than, then carry on. If not, then stop.
0: Yeah. What's, yeah. What's causing me to want it right now. Yeah. Is there a way that I could fill that need? Yeah. That would make me feel better than, than reaching for the food. If Mm -hmm. not, then, you know, maybe reaching for the food will help me feel better. And then if that's the case, I'm probably going to feel better pretty quickly and I don't need to eat so much of it that I'm sick. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Saner,
0: that is literally everything we've just said is Mm -hmm. in Saner, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great point. So Saner, the Saner that, that Holly's talking about is, um, the tool that, that we use in ECET, to help dig into why we eat or why we're about to eat something. So it's just an acronym that stands for, uh, S, uh, stands for stop. So just stop before you're about to do the thing or eat the thing. Um, or even while you're eating, like Holly just did it in, after she had the first marshmallow, she did it, which is fine, you know, do it during, or, or even a little bit after you've eaten, whatever, but just, just stop. Um, and ask yourself, you know, what's going on with me? How do I feel? Am I physically hungry? What's going on? Notice N and is and for notice. What was I just thinking about? What am I feeling right now, right? We can, and we can connect with our bodies and pausing to connect with our bodies in this way is another thing that can really help with those disproportionate reactions. Because anytime we, we go straight into that disproportionate reaction, it's usually because we've been triggered by something and it's usually whenever we're triggered by something, we usually end up getting completely disconnected from our bodies. When we're when we're activated in that tr- in that way, when we're triggered in that way, we're disconnected from ourselves and our bodies, and we're just in reaction mode. So if we can just pause and notice what's going on, um, and reconnect with our bodies in the present moment, and kind of turn that that decision making part of our brain back on, so that we can you know, respond instead of react, we can respond then intentionally instead of reacting emotionally. Mm. Um, So, so N is just notice, you know, those things. And then E is extend yourself kindness and compassion, because if you are about to react, if you have been triggered by something that's difficult, then you need that. Um, You need that kindness and compassion, right. To help you kind of move your way through it. Instead of judging yourself for the fact that you've just been triggered, just kindness and compassion to yourself that, that that's how you're feeling, right? And this morning, I feel like that's what you did with the with the marshmallow. You recognized you were Absolutely. feeling stressed, right? Yeah. Gave yourself yeah. some kindness. Yeah. And then are of course, being um, respond. Instead of react, <laughs> mm-hmm. respond with loving kindness, with trust mm-hmm. and with compassion. Um and with intention. Yeah. Yeah. With intention. What choice is the best choice for me to make next? And yes. as you know, uh, it's a process that takes practice, yes. Felt in- oh, a little totally practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't wasn't too comfy and, and easy the first few times you tried it, I'm I'm sure. No. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it comes more naturally now yeah
1: absolutely and less disproportionate reaction in all situations not just relating about food because you can apply that to anything any yeah, thought yeah. any situation
0: yeah absolutely yeah for sure you can yeah if if Will Smith had applied it <laughs> yes he, he may have recognized wow I've just really been triggered I should even yeah. extend myself some compassion <laughs> yeah
1: And maybe in his case, had some marshmallows.
0: And maybe had some marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he should have some marshmallows in his pocket and then maybe he won't slap people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too funny. Too good, too good. Well, I, I think we covered everything that uh, we wanted to talk about today. We talked about what they are, how they can impact us to do things like slap people or, or even impact the way that we eat and the choices that we make for our bodies. And, and I think we, we hopefully shared uh, some strategies that, that can kind of help a little bit if people want to practice working on their own uh, disproportionate reactions or even just noticing, because a lot of the time, the first step is just noticing that they're happening and being aware of the, the, you know, the fact that this is what's happening. Um, because we live in, we very much live in a culture that, that is nothing but disproportionate reactions. I feel like at this stage. (laughs) Agreed. especially on social media, everybody's just always reacting and reacting, reacting to every, all the things. Um, So yeah, it, 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 you have to first notice that that's what's happening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then start practicing some of the things. So hopefully we um, helped bring a little attention to that and maybe, uh, maybe helped give some people some things to think about and, and some, some practices to work on. Um, anything you want to add to any of that, Holly? No, I, I don't think so. I think we we covered it all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: been a good chat, Ronnie.
0: Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I hope to have you back again soon.
1: <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us this week on Why We Eat. Make sure to visit our website at www.cognitiveeatingacademy.com where you can subscribe to our mailing list, get access to our free ebook, Why'd I Eat That? Or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify so you'll never miss a show.